Hello and welcome to the Barberstown Podcast, the official podcast of the Chaser and Stephen McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber. We're starting off with week one coming up here. We're recording on Wednesday. Week one starts Thursday. We got the big Kansas City-Houston matchup. Should be fun, actually. Like, those two teams. I know Houston kind of, like, fell off a bit, but I, th- I still think it's going to be a good game. I think Kansas City will probably blow them out, but it'll be fun at least. Good as in it'll be entertaining at least. So, bringing in Cook here to help me out. We're going to run down the matchups, check out his team rankings. Cook, how you doing, man? What's, What's up? up? Um, I'm doing real well, man. Just uh, excited for football. Um, you know, I wish we were coaching the Harrisburg Cougars right now, but I still think there's a little bit of hope in that we could possibly have a season. You think they do it in the spring? Um, well, one of our kids just sent a petition to the Harrisburg School District pretty much begging to play um i mean that's a big deal to them especially because like if they don't get this opportunity like that's college for some of them yeah and other other public city schools had done the same thing and they had success so we'll see we may um have a shorter season and that might hurt us in points but we'll at least be able to get some film but all in all man i'm just excited for football man i mean it's actually kind of perfect because we have the nba playoffs going on and the NFL's about to start and for me that's just it's it's beautiful yeah for sure it's like we went through that dark time when we didn't have anything and then all of a sudden we have everything so it was it was awful yeah we knew this was gonna probably happen and now it's actually happening and it's like it's gonna be great I I'm yeah. really glad I gave up on gambling because I probably would be broke by the end of this week otherwise <laughs> or I'd be not- rich I mean who knows my claim to fame right now is that I was down 60 going into Saturday night, and I ended up plus four on draft night. So that's that's yep. as much as gambling I'm going to get. There you go. So let's look at your team here. We got, um, I mean, what do you think of your team? Just give me a rundown, uh, and then I'll comment on it. So, one, when you address my team, you have to say, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. Um, honestly... Barber, I love my team. I mean, I I think I have. I mean, Cam Newton. I think he has a breakout year. Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Robert Woods. I mean, that's in my opinion, that's a filthy receiving squad. Raheem Mostert. You know, he he's not the the best number two running back you would want, but I think he's solid in a run heavy offense and starter. A lot of upside. You all know I drafted up to get my guy D Cook. D Cook Square. Um, that's just my guy, and uh, I think that he's destined for a breakout year. Mark Andrews, top three tight end. And then really, um, my flex, it could be anyone from James White to Kareem Hunt, A.J. Green, Zach Moss. I mean, any of those guys have a ton of upside, except for James White. He's, he's more of like a plug-and-play, solid flex option. But Kareem Hunt, A.J. Green, and Zach Moss, I have – a ton a ton of ton of hope for all three of them i think they could all be extremely well like do extremely well for me yeah i'll give you this i think you might have the deepest bench in the whole league with those guys like i think you could start any of them week to week and they could actually maybe not all of them but like aj green or cream hunt can win you weeks like I like that yeah. you, the the fact that you got Cam Newton, but then you didn't like sit on that. You got Drew Brees as well, so you kind of you can plug and play there because neither are good on their own by themselves for the whole year. But week to week, they can 
be top five quarterback. So that's good on yeah. that as well. Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, and I, I love Cam this year, and I think that him going to England, you know, he could, my opinion, I think that he could have an MVP caliber season. But, you know, last year I made it with Kirk Cousins, you know. I, I don't think the quarterback's necessarily the – the most important position, but I think, um, you know, between him and Drew Brees and, uh, you know, keeping in touch week to week, I'll be able to figure out best matchup. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into what you think of all the other teams. Uh, let's get into your top 10 rankings of the of the squads and uh, just get straight into it, Cook. Yeah, so I'd say my top 10, you know, and th- this is after evaluating team um, and the, the moves that they've made thus far um, and what I think of them as they stand. So first, um, at number 10, I would go, I don't even know how to say his team name, Lil Germ Squad. Um, he's at number 10. <laughs> I never number thought 10. about how to say that. <laughs> Lil Germ Squad. So, you know, I mean, he, he's got some pieces, but all in all, um, I'm not a huge fan of any of his running backs. I'm not even really that big of a fan of Darren Waller. And he's got wide receiver three and C.D. Lamb. Like, yes, he's an explosive offense, but he's ending up starting a rookie. He had two rookies in there, but he took Jonathan Taylor out. Um, all in all, I just – when I look at his team, other than Michael Thomas and Tariq Hill, I mean – I'm just really not a huge fan of his team. I do like Debo. I tried trading him for Debo because I do love Debo Samuel, but um, Starner takes number ten in my in this year for me. Not a fan of the Georgia halfbacks. Was that his team name before? Yeah, yeah, bad. <laughs> and he has a Badgers halfback. What an idiot! <laughs> All right, who you got for number nine? And then number nine, going with Yogesh Amin. Thank you. Come again. Um. You know, I looked at his team, and one, I, I didn't, I didn't think he had a great draft. But you know, I do like Edelman. He's a he's a high volume guy. I like Mike Evans. Brandon Cook scares me, um, only because I had him last year, and I actually ended up ended up trading him. I'm not sure who won that trade between me and Dakota, but I traded him last year. Cooks he's is already C- hurt. He's he has CMC, James Conner, which I like both of them. I got, I think that. Rob Gronkowski could have a, a good year this year. Um, but honestly, like, he hasn't played in a couple of years, so he's an unknown. And Mark Ingram, I think that um, between him and J.K. Dobbin, um, I'm not sure who I would take. I think Mark Ingram gets the nod right now, but I think as the season goes on, J.K. Dobbin slips into the fold and could potentially, you know, become their guy. Yeah. I don't like his bench. Um, I really actually don't like his bench at all. But uh, Yogi takes number nine for me. At number eight, I go with Breon, the bell cows. So I think initially in the draft, I liked Breon's team. I liked what he did with it. But then that trade kind of threw me for a loop, and I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. I know he he got his guy. You know, I know the feeling. You got your guy. Um, and that's probably why he named himself the Bell Cows because of Aaron Jones, and he's always fucking ringing a bell and group me. Um, but, you know, I like Aaron Jones. I even like Melvin Gordon. I'm not a huge fan of Joe Mixon. I just, he's a bangle, and I think the bangles are weak. Josh Allen, Amari, Calvin, Keenan, um, 
you know, I, I, I like the squad, but all in all, that's that's who I give to uh, number eight. At number seven, and uh, I'm not sure if you're going to like this, Barbara, but I have you at number seven, Barbage Time. So, yes, you do arguably have number one quarterback, number one running back, and number one tight end, but I really, I mean, the rest of your, like, your receiving core, I'm just not a huge. I like David Johnson, and I think your bench is, you know, half decent. But I just, Cooper Cup, and, you know, selfishly, I'm rooting against him because I have Robert Woods, and I want Robert to do better than Cooper Cup. T.Y. Hilton and Marquise Brown, I mean, they're like the same player. They're hit or miss. Like, one week, both of them could get you 40 points each. The next week, they get you two donuts. Um, but you do have arguably the three best players at their position. So yeah. I'll give you that. I'll argue for myself and just say, like, my whole thing with wide receiver was just get exactly what you said because I have that baseline of the number one guys at the other positions. So hopefully one of them come out. But I agree. It's very unsettling having those guys as your wide receivers. So I don't hate yeah. the I don't hate the position, but it, it can either stay there or, I mean, if some of them hit, then I can move up. We'll see how it goes. I have confidence in myself, though, that I can make some moves during the year to stir it up. So I'm not too worried. As long as I have the top three guys there, I think I'll be fine. What I will say is that I I don't think the floor for you is eight. You know, like you're like nine and ten are a lock in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's just me. That's just I me. mean, I only... If you put me at seven, that means I only have to make up one spot to get to six to get this playoff. So that's yeah. how I'm looking at it. So and I'm fine could. with I it. Mean, you, yeah, you have you have some. I mean, you have three of the top players at their position. But then at number six, seven. I have seven, right? Starner, Yogi, Breon, Barber. Oh six. shit! You put me at okay, cool. Um, I have the big old sweethearts. So looking at Mads. And talking to Matt, because I talk to Matt quite often. You know, I, I do like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but he's he's making it seem like he's going to be, like, running back number one, like he's going to be, like, CMC or Zeke or Dalvin. You know, like, I mean, he has potential, but, like, all in all, like, there could be games where, you know, he, he might not even do that well. You know, like, they have so many mouths to feed over there. He's just – anyways – I have Matt at number six. Um, I like, you know, DJ Moore, Allen Robbins. I'm not a huge fan of Juju. Um, and I'm still kind of iffy on Kenyon Drake. I like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, and I think that he will have a, a pretty decent season. Um, but all in all, big old sweethearts falls in at number six for me. At number five, and I'm trying to navigate right now, but number five, I have Alex Kale and the because I got high. I don't even know how to say that. Did I say it right? I have no idea what he's going for with that. <laughs> I just think it's it's definitely the worst name this year, just because I have no idea what it is. And like we asked him about it, I think someone asked him about it. He just said it wasn't a good name, so I don't know. Hopefully, he can either explain it to us. When he hears this, or just like get a better name. <laughs> so when I look at Kale's, I feel like Kale and I have a somewhat similar team. Mine's just way better. So I do like Lamar, and you already know I love Adam. I mean, he's in my opinion top ten. He's like seven, seven through ten in my opinion. I like Tyler Lockett. 
not a fan of Will Fuller at all. I've, I've never liked Will. I feel like he's always hurt. And he's kind of like a Marquise Brown, T.Y. Hilton. He'll have big games, but then he has a real shitty game. Um, love Derrick Henry. Um, I was hoping that he might fall to me at nine if I didn't trade Matt. But uh, I love Derrick Henry. I love Miles Sanders. Hayden Hurst, I took him in another league, and I think that he'll be pretty good this year. But I like I like Kale's bench, too, with Devontae Parker, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Gibson, who's now the starter, um, Christian Kirk in a high-power offense, and he has a lot of upside with Dylan Reger. I think that Kale has one of the best benches in the league, in my opinion. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, when you have a guy like Lev Bell on your bench and someone with the potential of Gibson, that's... I mean, Devontae Parker last year, at the end of the season, was what, like, top three receiver for me. So it's just like, he definitely has it there. I don't know about Kirk or Rager. I mean, Kirk will have his gains, but I don't trust him ever. Um, Rager, I I think because he got hurt, it's going to be really tough. Because he's going to come back, and Alshon's already going to be there. So I think he's probably going to get dropped the first time that Kale finds someone on the uh, waiver wire. But we'll see how that goes. Um and he's got Jeezy. Yeah. Jeezy. I hate Jeezy, that's but that that's something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's always that's always clutch, man, having a good kicker. Does I rocked out with Dan Bailey. I, I all I don't recall if it was every game, but almost every game last year and he was always very solid. I do the single kicker strategy almost every year. Yeah, for me I I personally don't like that he has Miles Sanders, like I, I just I don't trust him. I think he's gonna get hurt if he gets the amount that he needs to be a good running back. So like I don't doubt that he has the talent. It's just I don't think he can stay healthy. Just like I look at James Conner, um, he's like in the same kind of boat. I think both of them, if they stayed healthy for sixteen games, could be a top five running back. But I don't see that. So it's gonna be tough. But I mean, when you have a guy like Lev Bell on your bench, that's kind of okay in Gibson. So right. I think Singletary might lose his job very quickly. I think <laughs> I think your boy Zach Moss might be coming. Yeah, I mean, I heard Singletary had fumble problems. That's what I read on Yahoo. I don't know if he's, like, cleaned that up at all, like, if they've had reports of him cleaning it up. But I think that if, if they're saying that that is an issue, he's he's on thin ice. Because no coach, especially in the NFL, is going to put up with that. By the way, when did Jeezy move to Dallas? I didn't – like – I was really confused. I thought they messed that up because he's playing the Rams, not for the Rams. And then I I looked it up, and he is actually for Dallas. Like that's just it's really random to me. Honestly, yeah, I have no idea. I did not. How would you let him go, right? (laughs) If you're the Rams, really? I mean, they had to pay Jalen. That's why. I guess so. (laughs) But the Rams Uh, just paid uh paid their boy, right? Or the uh, Dallas just paid their uh, who do they just pay? Like everyone, except for uh, except for Dak, <laughs> except for Dak, everyone except for Dak. So, oh, we'll oh, see. Well, at, at number four, I have tight ends and tight pies. Um, so I do like Coon's team. I like Kyler Murray a lot. You know he's gonna be upset you didn't put him top two. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's, gonna to, he's gonna have to get over it. Um, I like Kyler Murray. I like Odell. I like Kenny. I really like Stephon Diggs. Um, he'll forever be the Viking that got the Minneapolis miracle. Alvin Kamara, um, obviously, he's top five running back. Josh Jacobs, Zach Ertz, 
Henry Ruggs, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, I think I think Coon's got a solid squad, man. Um, I think his receivers are solid. He's got two two good running backs. Um, one of them, which is uh, a high volume guy, and is going to you know maybe catch eighty three passes for four straight years in a row. Um, and I love Kyler Murray, dude. I think Kyler Murray is like one of. I mean, I I just I just love him, man. He's one of the best. Um, fantasy quarterbacks I think we'll have this year um and then going in at number three and I wouldn't originally put him here um pre-trade but I gotta go with Godwin as one of us one I love him it just oh man I I thought that was Matt at first because Matt played the song but it fits Warner's team perfectly I mean I love the connection with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Terry McLaurin Chris Godwin Nick Chubb in it I mean, his running backs, if Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler can pop off, that's going to be a dangerous duo. Tyler Higby, he led me through the playoffs last year. And then DK Metcalf, I mean, I mean that's a that's a scary front lineup, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a solid team. I think if he were able to uh, have any bench, I would probably think of him higher. But most of his bench guys seem just like backups or just guys who aren't really going to do much, so... Um, yeah, that's where yeah. I stand. Um, I definitely like his starting lineup for sure. I I love Godwin. I think Godwin has a chance to be potentially number one wide receiver this year. Like just with the way Tom uh, throws it to the slot receiver, Devontae's always good. I, I love Terry McLaurin's actual like talent. Like you put him with any competent quarterback, and he's potentially like top five wide receiver. But yeah. he's in Washington, so it's We'll see how it goes. I think he's too good to fail, though, for sure. So I, I think, I mean, those are one of the three best wide receivers that any team has, right? Pretty yeah. Much. It's up there, at yep. least. Definitely up there. And then I had Nick Chubb last year. Nick Chubb was, I mean, he was a consistent machine. I'm just worried about him with, with Kareem Hunt. That's the only worry I have with him. Oh, yeah. You should be worried because I have Kareem Hunt. <laughs> well, I, I just think... Maybe they split. They both will probably be good. I like the Browns this year. I just, it's interesting to see what happens because what if Hunt starts playing better than Chubb? Because I don't think there's anything that tells us that Chubb's 100% the better player out of those two. No, I agree. And just think they just paid Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Like he literally just got a contract extension. Like that's. They probably won't pay Chubb, so maybe they just transition into Hunt. That's the only thing I can see with Warner's team, like because if he he needs both those running, he needs Eckler and Chubb because he has nothing behind them. Like Montgomery's fine, but you're not going to want to actually he's play him. In your one. Exactly, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's a flex a sometimes. So it's one of those things where I think he might have to move one of his wide receivers for a running back if Chubb ends up disappointing. So we'll have to see how that goes. I think Chubb's going to be fine. It's it's interesting because Eckler's a high end number two as well. So it's like, okay, maybe you don't have the high end number one, but you got two solid guys. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, and you're in the NFL, and he's already got one concussion at the beginning of the season. Once you get one, you're bound to get another one. That's how concussions work, you know. So we'll, we'll I mean, we'll see. I hope I hope he stays healthy because I like Chubb and I don't want anyone to get hurt. But I hope Kareem Hunt beats him out. Yeah, so we'll also see if if Rodgers is going to come in with a spite season or what, but I don't like his options right now. Like, 
I think in other years he's been able to do that, but he's older now. He's had some injury problems. He's starting to slow it down a bit. It's still a tough division, whether or not, like, I know a lot of people are picking Minnesota to, like, fall off this year a bit, but even if they do, like, the Lions are still looking pretty strong. Chicago's looking strong. I just, I think it's going to be tough for him. So, yeah. With yeah, no wide receivers. If they had gotten some young wide receivers, then sure. But they still have crap behind Devontae. Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's Aaron Rodgers. I still think he's a great quarterback. He may not be the best right now, but. I'm just saying fantasy wise. I'm not saying necessarily real life. In my opinion, yeah, but I still even think that he could, he has potential to be a top three fantasy quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then at number two, who do you think I put at number two? There's two people left. I, I lost count. I haven't really been paying attention, so go ahead. Goonie gang, Goonie gang, Goonie gang, Goonie gang, Goonie gang, Goonie gang, Goonie gang. I put myself at number two. Um, so I've told you about how I feel about my team at the beginning of this. I mean, I love Cam Newton. I think the whole – I think that everyone I've talked to has slept on Julio Jones. Like, he still is arguably the number one receiver. Like, in terms of year-over-year year consistent, consistently, he is always produced. Always. Always. I love A.J. Brown. I think he's a dog. Um, he ultimately helped Breon make his run to a title last year. Um, Robert Woods, I think that this is his year to take the number one in L.A. Um, I think he's a high-volume guy, and I, I, I'm almost just guaranteeing that he's going to have a much better year than he did last year. Raheem Mozart in a heavy run offense. Dalvin Cook, top three running back in the NFL. Mark Andrews, arguably the best um, best tight end. And then, like you said, man, I like my bench. Um, I'm still, like, struggling between James White, Cream Hunt, and A.J. Green. I think that all three of them could pop off. And as soon as Singletary messes up, man, Zach Moss is right there. I didn't say anything about Ronald Jones. I'm just upset that Leonard Fournette is there. And um, I don't think just, that you need to worry about Moss having to wait for fumbles or anything like that. I think he might just take him over for talent. I think um, he's, just, he's just better running back in general. Yeah, regardless, he's there. And I've had a lot of people inquire about him, actually. I'm not going to name any names, but I've had at least three people try and trade for Zach Moss. I think I gave you some crap offers for him. But that was before he he was, like, showing up in camp and stuff. That would be four then. I forgot you hit me up. I think it was more like he was, like, the added-in player. I think I wanted Hunt or someone else. Yeah. But then, lastly, at number one, and this is just right now, I have to go with team. That's unfortunate. Unfortunate. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But I'm like fournette, you know, like unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You can, you can still just say unfortunate, but you understand that it's because of fournette. But you got to say it like fournette. You can't say that's unfortunate. That's not, you know, like it's fournette. That's unfortunate. You do, you cook. Anyways. I think that receivers, I love his receivers. I love his running backs. Great tight end. He's got a, you know, a cannon at a quarterback. Um, and overall, I, I, I think that Brown has the, the, uh, the best team as of right now. Um, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think that I'm creeping on him because I think I'm right there. But overall, I give the number one spot to Team Brown. 
I personally disagree with that. I think Brown has a very weak team right now. I don't trust Boyd. I just think the second or third receiver for Cincinnati isn't something that I want. Um, Gallup, he has supposedly, um, what's his face, the rookie, is actually showing up as the best wide receiver in camp, which would make Gallup third option all of a sudden. Nuck, I think, is great, obviously. Dak is fine. Saquon is great. Carson's great. Kittle's great. I think he's got a solid four guys there, but I think he's got no bench. Like, I like Breed, and I, I mean, Fournette sucks, but at the same time, I guess if that offense is good in Tampa, then fine. But I don't know. I don't see it. And I think New England's defense is going to be very bad because they lost all those guys. So I'm not sure what he's doing with that there. Uh, maybe just trying to play the Miami matchup, I guess. But I don't trust Cohen. Cohen's like, why would I trust the number two running back in Chicago when the number one running back's not worth playing? You know, that's just me. That's a fair statement. Um, I don't think he's bottom tier, but I I just don't think he's anywhere near number one. I think he's I think he's solid from top to bottom. That's just my opinion. Up until Tariq, I agree with Tariq. Um, but I think I, you know, I still think he's got a real solid squad that's going to make some noise in Stephen McGee this year. That's fine. We'll see after week one. I think most of the stuff is kind of just up in there, anyways. Like you're saying, the stuff mostly off of last year. Things change, and we'll see week one. I mean, we'll have some guys blow up, and all of a sudden, like we could be looking at Yogi's team and be like, "Oh shit!" Like Gronkowski no, is actually like catching touchdowns and stuff, and like. Looking I'm at, telling you, man, that's a lock right there. <laughs> I know. I'm just that's saying. A, I, I agree, but I'm just I'm just saying weirder things have happened. What if Hardman just ends up being the actual Tyreek Hill or something like that? Like, yeah. But we'll see. After week one, I think that that'll clear up a bit more. But speaking of week one, let's get into it. We're gonna start out with Alex versus Yogi because I got Lakai versus Thank You Come Again, and. Looking at it, I think we both can just kind of like sweep through this pretty quickly because I think we we think Kale's going to get an easy W here. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to click on the matchup, but it's not popping up in my Yahoo. No. Yeah, I agree. I think Kale's got this. Um, you know, I I just Yogi's just not a good manager. You know, and like granted, it's the first week. Like anything could happen in these circumstances, but. Um, you know, like if 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 Yogi were to pull this out, CMC went from forty plus. Yeah, that's CMC is that's basically. Actually, I will say this is the week that Yogi could get a win, and it's strictly because he's got James Conner healthy. McCaffrey is always good, and James Conner is also playing against the Giants, who I don't think are any good. I think Ingram has a chokehold on that Baltimore job. So as far as running backs go, he has a good stable at his starters. I think he needs to throw Hardman in though like into over cooks because cooks was hurt this week i would probably trust that hardman could break one for 90 yard touchdown and i mean that's all you're hoping for with cooks anyways you know because yeah it's not like like cook's gonna get you 10 catches like he's gonna try to break one so i think i'd much rather just play with the better offense in kansas city Uh, i mean edelman's gonna be fine (laughs) week to week he's not gonna blow you away and then evans can throw up 40 any week so russell wilson too so i think yogi's gonna get some wins i don't it's just can he kind of he is a very inconsistent team let's just say that yep no i agree so i don't 
I don't know how bad he is. I almost would take his team over Browns at the current moment. But I'll take Brown on the season strictly because I think Brown's a lot better of a manager. Like you said, I don't think Yogi's that great. So Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, man, it's all up in the air at this point. Like, there's not even going to be any fans in the stadium. Like, think of how weird that's going to be, you know? Yeah, like, I think Minnesota's going to get hurt by that. Uh, I think it could hurt anyone. Anyone that, like, it's going to hurt the Saints. It's going to hurt Kansas City. Not the the Washington football team and not the Chargers. Those two teams are fine. They're used to it. <laughs> Might actually benefit the Chargers because they won't have the away team fans in the stadium stands. But, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, I think we can just sweep through that pretty quickly. Go Kale. We'll just sweep through Kale's team real quick. I mean, Lamar, as long as he stays healthy, he's fantastic. Thielen, I'm like regretting more and more not taking Cup over him, but I've just seen Cup's high end too much to go with Thielen and with a little bit of an unknown, not having Diggs next to him anymore. That was the only reason I went Cup over him. But I still love Thielen, obviously. Lockett was one of the guys I really wanted. And, uh,. I know Kale probably wanted him a lot, too, so that's a solid one to it, receiver. Will Fuller, like you said, can't stay healthy, never know when he's going to blow up. But I think with Cook's hurt right now, I think it's going to be the Fuller show. So I think this could be a game that he does blow up with. I've already stated what I thought about Sanders. Um, Henry, I mean, there's nothing really to say about him. He's pretty consistent. Um but yeah, Singletary, and then Kill is trying to get one week out of him. Um, I might just roll Gibson out week one, honestly. Just kind of ride the wave, but it's up to him. So I think we're both taking Kale here, right? Yeah, we're taking Kale. I'm taking Kale. Alrighty, let's move on to the next one. We're going to go the Bell Cows versus the Big Old Sweethearts. Garrett versus Matt. And uh, as far as projection goes, this is one of the lower ones so far. Matt hasn't run out of kicker yet, which I know he had one at one point. I think he's just been adding and dropping kickers for different players. I mean, it wouldn't be preseason if Matt's not making 10 moves, 20 moves. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty close matchup. I mean, looking at it, I mean, I do like Big Ben. I think that's a solid pickup because Big ben, Big ben could pop off, you know. Um, I like him more than Josh Allen, personally. Um not a big fan of Cooper. Um, I like DJ Moore. He's the guy in, uh, in Carolina other than CMC, but DJ Moore is going to get his. Allen Robinson helped, helped me a lot last year. Um, you know, I mean, Matt's receivers, I think they're all pretty good. I'm just not a fan of Juju. We'll see Matt's shiny new toy rolling out this week. Um, you know, I think that I'd have to go with Matt in this one. I'm going to roll with Garrett. I think Garrett gets a pretty easy win here. Um, as far as um, CEH, Hilaire, um, I love him on the season, but I feel like because he's a rookie, they might take it just a little slow with him. I don't know if he gets the 20 touches he might get in three weeks from now, this week. As far as Juju goes, I don't really like Juju very much at all. Um, I think as a number one receiver, if they end up using him that way. I don't know if he's that. I think he's great as a Robert Woods type. Like, you sub him in the Rams offense for Robert Woods, and I think he does a better job than Robert Woods. But I don't know if he's getting the number one cornerback. I don't know if he can beat him. We'll see with Big Ben in the, um, if that does change. 
I don't trust Allen Robinson. I think he's he's solid, but he's not going to blow you away. And I think I look up and down the roster, I just don't see a guy for Matt that's actually going to blow you away in basically any week. I, I, I've already stated what I think about Drake, so there's that. More, like, I like the talent. I don't like Teddy Bridgewater throwing it to him. As far as fantasy goes, I think Teddy's a fine real-life quarterback, but it's similar to Tyrod. Like, Tyrod's a fine managing quarterback, but he's not going to be someone you want throwing your guys the ball. Meanwhile, I say that as I look at the other side, Keenan Allen, but when you look at Keenan Allen, it's not like Garrett's relying on him. He got him at a really good value this year. Uh, he has Ridley and Cooper he can lean on, which I think is going to be pretty great. Josh Allen has a lot more toys around him. He has a better offensive line this year. I think Buffalo is just kind of, I think they're going to be a force this year. I think they're going to have a pretty easy schedule playing in the AFC East. Um, Mixon and Jones are solid. I think Melvin Gordon's getting slept on this year, which I don't know why. I think he's a great running back, and I think Denver's going to have a solid offense this year. Um, overall, I just like Garrett's team much better. I'd say he's probably top three or four maybe for me. So um, I think he'll get the win this week. But you're so taking we got to yeah, split. I'm, I'm taking yeah, I'm taking Matt. We got to split. Alrighty, let's move on to that's unfortunate. Ryan Brown versus whatever you call Germ's team. <laughs> Germ, you need to let us know what we need to call your team. Uh, I love it. I just need to know what <laughs> what what I'm Both. supposed to say. So, so I have a um, something. I I don't know how it got created, but it stuck with me up until up all the way from high school when I was hanging out with Dakota and Matt and. Pretty much all you guys, all the time. Um, but when you play Pong and you're down to two cups and you didn't use your re- rack yet, if you take up the two cups and stack them on top of each other like like a, a, a red light, but you move a cup so it's just two, right? Are you following me? I know what a re-rack is. I'm, I'm trying to follow the rest of it. So the cups, you just take the two cups and you put them together. Okay. And they're like, it's a, like a straight line towards you. That yeah. That is called... That re-rack is called the Lil Germ. Oh. I don't know how it got started, but it's always it's it stuck with me even through college. Like people that I went to school with call it the Lil Germ, but it started when we were in high school. We just call it a stoplight at Tech. Well, we just say give me give me a stoplight or give me a tri- or a pyramid or a triangle. But it's two cups instead of three cups. That's why it's called uh, the Lil. That's gotcha. why it's the Lil Germ. Gotcha. Three cups. That's normal. You know. Yeah. I didn't realize you only meant two, but yeah, I guess, all right, but let's look at this matchup overall. I think this is probably going to be a pretty close matchup overall. Um, I think Hill could blow up against Houston secondary. I don't think Houston has that great of a secondary. I think Casey's going to come out and try to light the world on fire, and they don't do that normally without Tyree Kill. Yeah. So I was saying about how I, I forget who I was saying had some of the best wide receivers, but I take that back. I still think, I think I said earlier, but I think Jeremiah has the top wide receivers in the league for one, two, and three. Michael Thomas, Tyree Kellen, Sutton. I don't think you get better than that. And C.D. Lamb right now is, I've heard, is the best wide receiver that Dallas thinks they have right now. I don't know if he's going to get used as a number one, but talent-wise, they're saying he's the best that they've seen in camp. So, um I mean, Jonathan Taylor's going to come through. Probably not this week, but 
I told him I would probably start Mac just because he's the safer option. Um, what do you think about Gurley this year? Um, I, I'm always scared of Gurley because, you know, it's been said that he has knee problems. So, I But just, it's week one. We're, we're healthy. Just say he's healthy. We're not worrying about whether he's injured or not. Can he get the job done in Atlanta? It's a good offense. Yeah, I think he could get it done. I just don't know how available he'll be all season. He'll have good game. That's like, that's fine. I'm just I just mean this week. How do you, how do you think he's going to do over Seattle? Um, I don't know. Seattle's always got a tough defense. It's Todd Gurley versus uh, oh I can't think of his name. The middle linebacker for Seattle. He's a tank. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name either. I can't think of his name, but um, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I think when I look at this, I, I I'd have to think Browns team gets off to a hot start. Dak Prescott against the Rams. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like Saquon versus Pittsburgh's defense. I think if any defense can slow down Nuck, it's probably San Francisco. Um, I've already said it, I'm not a huge fan of Gallup or Boyd. Um, I think Carson's going to do just fine versus Atlanta. Probably get 20 points. Kittle's probably going to blow up against Arizona. Uh, I don't think Cohen's going to do anything versus Detroit. I think I like Germ in this one personally. I, I like those receivers. I know what I'm going to get out of those three. Uh, I think Watson is going to be down versus Kansas City. It's going to be prime time. Watson's a clutch performer. I think he comes through with some nice points. Nothing to blow blow you away, but if he gets 30 or even close to 30, I think Germ for sure wins this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely going to be a close one. I'm rolling with Brown in this one. So we got a split on this one. I think it's going to be a good matchup either way. Um, yeah. For sure. We definitely so, got some good matchups this week. Yeah, definitely. So next matchup is going to be Godwin is one of us, Ryan Warner, love the name, and then we got tight ends and tight pies, Dakota Coon. Can you explain to me Dakota's picture? Because I saw it and I didn't. I think un- it's Zach Ertz and his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife. Yeah, I don't know if they're married is or they, not. Is, the, uh, is her face photoshopped or is that actually what she looks like? Um, I'm, let me see. Oh no, that's definitely photoshopped. I don't yeah. know who that I, is. That's exactly what I meant. Like I I assume <laughs> it's like a well-known person. I just I'm not putting it together of who it is right now. I honestly uh, have no idea who that is. Wait, I understood like the Zach Hertz and his girlfriend or whatever, but it's just like <laughs> I did, I didn't ever look close enough to see that like that the face was sh- photoshopped. Yeah, I think it would have been better if they photoshopped Kale's face onto uh, Ertz's face and then they put Katie's face on uh, on her face. Because <laughs> that's what the whole thing is about, right? Yeah. But missed opportunity there. If you guys could let us know who that is, though. If it is not her. Because it obviously looks photoshopped, right? It like, definitely I'm... looks photoshopped. Yeah. So. Uh, um, it's... But looking at this, man, I, you know, I think that... Oh, this this is actually a really good matchup in my opinion. Um, I mean, sucks for Kyler. He's going up against San Fran. Odell's going up against Baltimore. Kenny Galladay against Chicago. Diggs against the Jets. Kamara against Tampa Bay. That could be a good a good matchup for him. Um, uh, and then I mean, Rodgers against Minnesota. I mean, he's had our he had our number last year against some rookie corners. That's never good. Um, Godwin in a shootout with New Orleans. There's also no, no Hunter on the outside to go get Rodgers this week. He's probably going to have all the time in the world. 
Um, I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, I think you're sleeping on the Vikings DNs. Like we, we have three good DN. Like that, that's just what it is, you know. Um, Chubb against Baltimore. I mean, that, that's that's a tough matchup for him. Looking at it, you know, I think uh, I think my gut is telling me that um, I'm gonna go with Dakota on this one. I think I would probably lean that way as well. It'll be interesting because if Odell can't get off against Baltimore's secondary, which it's not a given that he does, um, Kyler, I mean, he, I think he's going to be great on the season. But, again, San Francisco is super tough. Um, yeah. With what we were saying with Minnesota, rookie corners, Devontae's probably going to eat out there. Um, I mean, Philly doesn't have the best corners either. They did. They upgraded with uh, what's-his-face Dre, right? Who is it? Um, dude from the Lions went over there. I forget his name. He's a I'm little wa- sure. little washed up at this point, but uh, I think McLaurin's probably going to have a tough time against him being a rook- or second year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I-, I definitely think that Eckler can eat against Cincinnati's defense a bit more. Godwin's can eat against New Orleans. It's going to be tough. It's tough to call this. I don't trust Ruggs, and I think I'll probably lean Warner strictly because of the flex matchup. Um, I I think both defenses are going to be good. I mean, at this point, we're looking at defenses because everything else is pretty matched up evenly. Um, I like Metcalf a lot more than I like Ruggs week one. I mean, Ruggs is great and all, but week one, I don't see a rookie wide receiver coming in and just blowing, blowing them away, you know? No, I agree. I would probably even just go Evan Ingram and put him in the flex, honestly, if I were Dakota, because I trust Ingram a lot more than I trust a rookie wide receiver, which it's great for because you have keepers and everything, but when you got a rookie running back, two rookie wide receivers, it's tough to uh, to be able to rely on any of those early in the year, especially with a COVID year where they didn't get all of the training they could have. Um, I definitely just roll with Ingram while he's healthy. Um, I think Ingram might even be better than Ertz, honestly. I know he's playing Pittsburgh, but I would definitely roll that way personally. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I started Ingram and Andrews last year, and I don't think Ertz is as good as Andrews, but he's pretty damn close. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, he could definitely he could definitely plug. Eileen um, Warner in there. I think Eileen Warner. I like Dakota's team a lot, but I think Eileen Warner for sure. Well, I'm rooting against Warner because one, he has two Packers players, and he's my roommate, so I'm wishing him the worst. So we're just splitting on everything, basically. The only yeah. one, the only one we agree on is that Yogi sucks. <laughs> 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 All righty. Um, so we're splitting on that one. Move on to the last matchup. We got Barbage Time versus Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. Um, I don't think I really need to ask you what you think about this one. What do you think? Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, looking at it, I love Cam Newton against Miami. I love Julio Jones against anyone. Um, AJ Brown against Denver. You know, you that, stay that, up for that one at ten twenty. Yeah, I'll probably. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a late one, man. <laughs> Jeez, that is late. I don't know if I can. It's gonna I'm be like one thirty in the morning, man. Morning. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. I usually, I'm, I'm almost past my bedtime now. Yeah. Well, this, um, is, this is the last matchup. You can get through it. Robert Woods versus Dallas. You know, I like that matchup. Mozart against Arizona. I like that. Dalvin Cook, he always eats against Green Bay. Andrews. I mean, I, I, I love my I love my matchups this week. 
Um, the only one I guess I'm a little iffy on would be A.J. Brown against Denver, just because I am. Um, that's a gut feeling telling me that. But then looking at your squad, I mean, Patty Mahomes, like he could eat. Cooper Cup, you know, he, he and uh, Robert Woods could, you know, they're like they, they pretty much each get the same amount of targets. It's, it's always pretty close every year. Um, I think that if you can get T.Y. Hilton and Marquise Brown to blow up and get your try, your uh, who, big, who on Jacksonville's team can guard T.Y. Hilton? Just let me know that. At this point, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anyone on Jacksonville. Exactly. Anymore. They don't have a team. So I, I think T.Y., I'm expecting 20, but there's definitely a chance he could go higher. But I think I think his worst thing that he could probably do is like 15. But I think 20 is probably where he's going to come in at, at least. Yeah. Hollywood, we'll see. It. I think I love his talent, but <laughs> he was just so hit or miss last year. We'll see what he does in his second year. Like I said, with I, my team, I, I have no idea what to expect from any of them, honestly. When I when I wanted like a when I would I would look at my flex and I'd be like, all right, who offers the most upside? Hollywood. But who offers the most downside? Be like, shit, Hollywood. <laughs> like, yeah, was so that was his rookie miss. year, though. We'll see <laughs> see what he does with an off season under his belt. Um, Are you not starting a kicker? That, like you're not doing that. So my my plan is that I don't need to drop one until Sunday night football because of the guy I'd probably drop is Malcolm Brown. Just looking at it, so I have till Sunday night football to determine whether I can beat you or not without a kicker. Interesting. It'll be Deontay Johnson versus AJ Brown. If I have like a twenty or thirty point lead, if I have a twenty point lead, I'd I'd pick one up for sure because I'm not gonna rest of that but if i have like a 30 point lead i probably just roll with it yeah because i well, want to i want to see what malcolm brown does honestly because if he ends up being the guy in for the rams like <laughs> i don't want to throw that away if i can yeah so well barber you are you already know how i'm rolling goonie gang 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 away with its first victory of Stephen mcgee 11 x1 I think I'm going to win behind Jacksonville's 30 points on defense versus, or ND's 30 points against Jacksonville on defense. And uh, Patrick Mahomes going to put up clean 40 tomorrow. We got Cup going for plenty against Dallas. We got TY blowing up for 30. I think Hollywood gets a solid 15. Zeke, solid 20, 25. DJ, I love him this year. I, I, I'm very happy I got to own him once, um, and I think he's going to be a top ten, top ten guy on the season for sure. Uh, Kelsey, so, uh, Kelsey, it'll be just fun to see both him and Mahomes go up at the same time. I honestly had zero want to actually own Mahomes this year. I was going to go Odell over Mahomes, but Matt came over, said, "Oh, I see what you're doing. You got Kelsey, and then you're going to get Mahomes, and you'll have that stack." And I was like, "You know what? That sounds like a lot of fun. We'll go ahead and go do." do that <laughs> otherwise yeah. I'd, otherwise i'd have odell and then i probably would have went and gotten like i don't know so you think you're like really about to put up like 200 points to- the matchup say i do all i gotta say <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no nah, i bet just- you put i'll bet you put up like 125 uh 120 to you wanna, 130 you know put some skin on that i'll throw a five bean on it all right, we got five bucks. What are we going the over/under on? You make the line. One thirty. 
130. All right. So anything above 130 on the dot, you owe me five bucks. So I'm probably starting a kicker. Didn't you say in group me or not? I was just saying that to get you in. Once you bought in, I was going to pick up a kicker immediately, but figured Uh, I didn't need to. But you didn't do it. You'd thank me later. Even if I take the win because I start a kicker, you'll thank me later for getting into the pick. I'm like, trust me. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. I've never been in it. I honestly, uh, I mean, you don't think it's a lot of fun. You just think it's picking some teams every week, but it really adds to your week for sure. Trust me. And if you win one week, trust me, you will be like dreading (laughs) the couple of days you have to wait until you get the next lines on noon, 12 or 30 Thursday or whatever. So you'll enjoy it for sure. There's a, there's a payout weekly. Yeah, four hundred twenty dollars this week or this year, I think it was, or four sixty a, a week. Yeah, and if no one wins, it rolls over, so it's like nine twenty the following week. Holy shit, that sounds awesome. We had over a thousand dollars get paid out last year on one week. How many people are in this? I think it's eighty something, like eighty six or something. Oh wow! Everyone That's buys insane. in at a hundred bucks, so Kale's got a. I think he said he opened a baking account last year because 8600 bucks is a good bit to keep in a Venmo account. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so, I think we, we have a lot of good matchups this week, though. Um, I do think our, our matchup's going to be close. Um, if it's I, the matchup of the week. Yeah, just know that I'm not trying to disrespect you but not playing a kicker right now. It's more of a strategy thing, trying to see where I'm at and not dropping Malcolm Brown before I need to. So. Yeah. Well... I've, I figure I, I don't really care who that, I'm taking as a kicker. So All that to pay me five bucks and take this L. Sounds uh, like you're overthinking it. And by the way, Matt, I'm going to reject your trade on on the uh, podcast and say no thank you to Chark Acres and Ryan for Patty. I would much rather have Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the offer, though. He's a terrible. <laughs> he, he's terrible at trades. Uh, oh, man. So I'm not sure if you're keeping up with basketball. Double OT, 123-122. Yep. Toronto with five seconds left in a second overtime. Larry just put in a big shot. So, um, yep. So I'm glad I want to see that go in seven so that he can rest up, be all healthy, ready to go for the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't. I think whoever wins this series is actually favored over the Heat. I know I'm talking big game with the heat but i'm trying to enjoy it while i can because i mean realistically i expected them to probably fan out in the first round maybe go to the second round and lose but once i saw like that they matched up so well against the bucks i was just gonna enjoy it now so i have to um, cringe at this next series i don't i don't know who i would want to win that series because i feel like the better team is the celtics but for whatever reason, man, the Heat just have some sort of grit that's it's different. It's, it's called just Heat different. culture. Heat culture it's, is what you're looking for there. They they are playing really well, and I I love watching them. To be honest, like they they like I agree with I you, know. and that's not trying to be like a homer, but like I do actually just like really enjoy watching this team. This team, they're just I mean Tyler Hero has been playing out of his mind. Their starting lineup, I don't know everyone's names, but I was watching them. Well, they've been switching just, it up. 
I mean, Tyler Hurt, Hero's been balling. Drogics plays really tough. Jimmy t- Butler, I mean, he's he's the best player on the team. I'll tell you um, a guy that really holds the team together that he's not going to get a lot of like fanfare or anything, but uh, Kelly Olynyk, he's been stepping out and he pulls the uh, the other team's center out, and Jimmy all of a sudden has all this space inside because he can make his threes. He's a yeah. big him and Jay Crowder are the two guys that I think are like outside of Jimmy, of course, and Dragic. Like they're easy to say. Uh, but I think Hero's getting a lot of the spotlight, but those two guys are really holding it together. So it'll be interesting right. to see how the. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I have a feeling it'll probably go seven for the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe six. Um, I think if it goes seven, Miami can win. If it goes six, I, I think it'll probably be Miami on the bad end of that one. But uh, we'll have to I see. Think the, I'm still going to call think, Heat in four. I think the Celtics are built for it. Yeah, I believe so as well. But I think the Heat actually match up pretty well against the Celtics, unlike the Raptors. I think the Raptors actually match up really, really well against the uh, the Heat. So, um, but the the series that I I just I, I I'm dying for it to happen, dude. I want it to happen so bad. I think the, the East bat- the East side the battle- is much much better than the, the West side. But I know what you're about to say: the Battle of LA. Oh damn, man! What that is? I mean, those are the clash of the titans, dude. Literally, it just sucks that we get the battle of LA finally after how many years we've had the Clippers, and we don't even get it in the Staples Center. We get it in Orlando with no fans. Like, how crappy is that? Like, it's still, but dude, it's still. I mean, I've been watching the basketball religiously. Like, I'm about to go in here and watch the. uh, Um, I forget who's Clippers Nuggets. Yeah, I'm about to watch them. Hopefully, I'm I'm hoping the Nuggets can pull it out and make the uh, make the Clippers as tired as possible. Because I mean, I, I'm just a big Lakers fan. Um, I've been a Lakers fan since before LeBron. I was a Lakers fan back in 01, 2000 when Shaq and Kobe went three peat on them. I yeah. witnessed all three of those. Yep. I remember having to uh, to say I was a Heat fan pre LeBron. I began. I became a Heat fan whenever Alonzo Mourning and Patrick Ewing got in a fight back in 2000. I remember watching it on my little JVC TV up in my parents' bedroom. <laughs> it was, uh, those were the good days back in the day. I think Pat Riley was actually with the Knicks back then or something. I forget, but either way, yeah, my grandpa I liked just, the Knicks, so I picked the Heat. I just can't wait. Um, I hope that uh, the Lakers get through um, the Rockets and... You know, we're just sitting there waiting for the Clippers, man, and just LeBron and AD show out. And we'll I see. Dude, and It'll I, be a good I matchup. Love, I mean, Rondo's been playing really well, dude. I mean, Rondo. Cook, cook. Was, we'll we'll continue this off the uh, off the air. I don't think anyone needs to hear any more about our NBA. Let's wrap this up. We're at an hour, so um, right. I do. I do think it's going to be a good matchup, though. I'll, I'll just say that. But I think uh, we're probably rambling on the pod, and everyone else doesn't give a fuck. So <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, though, Cook. Are you, it was good are you talking to you. Are you going to put that on? Are you going to yeah, put that on? I'm not cutting any of this, so they're hearing everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the energy anymore this season. You guys are getting uncut, unfiltered. It's all coming to you this year. I don't give a fuck. You're just happy well, to have one. Well, if I got to say anything before we close out, Starner, fuck you. That's a good way to end. Have a good week one, guys.